0: Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hey everybody, Tom here. Thanks for joining us. This is the OIS Podcast. Our guest today is OIS co-chair Bill Link. Uh, Bill gives us a rundown of the OIS at ASCRS agenda and uh, hits upon some of the high points, explains... Some of the, uh, the changes we've made to the agenda, some of the additions in content, and also uh, as a resident of Southern California, tells, uh, tells attendees what to expect uh, attending ASCRS in LA. I've heard a few people sort of wonder about, uh, about the logistics of, of attending a conference in LA, given the fact that it's, uh, it's quite spread out. So Bill touches upon that. And then at the end of the conversation, we, uh, we talk a bit about Flying L, uh, his new uh, investment effort with um Andy Corley and uh Dr. Dick Lindstrom and explains how that came together, uh what they're investing in, where their capital is coming from, what new investment they made recently and uh more broadly what this uh what this will mean for uh ophthalmology. It's obviously great to have uh, another investor in ophthalmology efforts including those that do devices, especially those that do devices. So, great to hear from Bill and uh, to hear more about the Flying L and you'll get to find out who the Flying L is. I'm sure you've already figured it out, but, uh, but we have it confirmed at the end of this podcast. So please listen. Before I let you go, uh, please join us on May 4th at OIS at ASCRS. Go to ois.net to register. Now let's get into this conversation with Bill Link. Well, Bill Link, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thank you, sir. I'm happy to be uh, back with you.
0: Yes, it's great to have you. And we've got uh, OIS at ASCRS coming up on May 4th in L.A. This is in uh, in your neck of the woods. Do you want to announce the after parties happening at your house at the beginning of the podcast or at the end of the podcast? What do Marcia
1: you want? and I would be delighted to. <laughs>
0: <start>. <laughs> so one of the questions I've had from folks is, is, what is a conference like in L.A.? A lot of the people I don't think have had Gone to an OIS in LA since since I've been with OIS, there hasn't been one there, and I think there have been questions about sort of the distance between hotels and stuff. As someone in the, from Southern California, I know you can be from Southern California and not necessarily be from LA. But any tips or, or 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 context for folks attending OIS at ASCRS?
1: Well, I think you know the logistics might be a bit challenging. You know, so I think it's a fair topic and a fair concern you know, the OIS is in a really good forum. It's right downtown. It's, it's local, uh, to the convention site and many of the other hotels, but depending on where the attendees are staying, they should make sure to plan and allow for travel time.
0: Okay. Well, we'll make sure they do, but while they're there in the hotel on May 4th, they don't have to go anywhere because it's a full day and it's, and it's a great day. We'll start off with the, uh, the breakfast breakouts, which are, are very popular. I mean, they fill up fairly quickly. And uh, any any uh, this year catch your, your eye? No pun intended in particular.
1: Well, you know, we have fun selecting the topics and then uh, inviting moderators and participants for the breakout. And as we can see from uh, early enrollment, uh, they're going to be well attended. We try to hit on key topics where we can spend an extra bit of time, better part of an hour, uh, that will also likely be touched on in the main agenda and the main program as well. But you know, things like uh, minimally invasive glaucoma surgery that is so important, you know, and it's surging in terms of growth and innovation. So we touch touch base uh, on MIGS in the breakout. We also will have it, uh, we'll, we'll we'll have it included in the main agenda as well. So that's an example.
0: That's terrific. And a little bit of, uh, of background information for our listeners: Bill and I actually are on Skype, li- listening to and watching each other for the first time. Normally, this is just a phone call, so it's uh, it's a little more. Uh, he gets to watch me scroll through my notes and, and look distracted. How do I look? Do, do I look really good? You look great. You look great. Yeah, in fact, that, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I, I wish we could just put out a video broadcast of this. It's just so the both of us look so great. In the afternoon, um, well, we have the great company presentations in the morning, uh, as usual. Uh, did we break them up to to sort of uh, do, into different categories? We have uh, showcase one and two. Do you know if they're being grouped in one way or the other?
1: Um, you know what we'll do is we'll do yes we'll we'll cluster several together. Such as if dry eye is is a you know one of the sections, all all the companies that are focused on and committed to the dry eye um, area and market will be clustered mm-hmm. a bit together, and we mainly do them in, and it's all anterior segment for ASCRS, and it's mostly device and drug delivery. So it's light on back of the eye, and it's light on pharma.
0: Terrific. And I remember last year you made a comment during the opening session where if this company presenting ne- isn't necessarily your, in your sweet spot and you need to go out and make a phone call or make use of this time. I thought that was a good, feel free to do so. I think that was kind of a good comment to make to people.
1: Yeah, it's really important to us that we create an environment where um, all of the attendees get the most out of it in the day, and it doesn't mean sitting all day every day and listening to every presentation. Uh, so if if we are off topic, or in a in a uh, on a topic that's less important to uh, one of the attendees, they can wander, okay, and connect with colleagues out in the hallway, and we facilitate. And encourage that.
0: That's that's a good good policy. I think I think people appreciate that. So device financing will be talked about. We've got a great panel of six investors, and uh, from from many of the leading firms, and and, uh, and of course Andy Corley from from Yellow Rock will be there as well, and uh, Andrew Gitkin from uh, Piper Jaffrey. What uh, Emmett will be leading this conversation because I know we're saving you for later in the day. But uh, it'll be interesting to hear this conversation. As someone who covers medtech uh, device investing, conversations can be um, depressing sometimes. But not necessarily in ophthalmology. There seems to still be a lot, uh, a lot going on. A lot of ideas coming about. Uh, what is your your sense of uh, of that conversation? Do you have one?
1: Well, I'm I'm excited to have it on the agenda and have a high quality panel uh, of, of people that are still committed to financing device companies both early and mid-stage. The landscape has changed in the venture investing uh, uh, market, and it's shifted, as we know, more toward pharma uh, and less toward device. And so device sectors and and markets are are a little bit more challenged than they were five to 10 years ago. Uh, However, we are fortunate uh, in the ophthalmic field. Candidly, so much innovation has uh, been rewarded through positive exits, and that always attracts additional uh, capital as well as well as uh, entrepreneurs and technology.
0: Great, now that'll be a good conversation. The firm's representative will be Longitude, NEA, Kanan and in, uh, in uh, Silicon Valley Bank will have uh, John Norris up there too, and he always has a great perspective on things. Uh, and uh, in the afternoon, we'll we'll have our OIS Innovator Award. I don't know if we want to reveal the uh, recipient of that yet. Are we holding back on that?
1: You know, I'm not sure. I believe it's public, but I don't know that.
0: All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep it a secret between us for now, and and uh, we'll you'll hear you folks will hear more about it certainly in the future. Uh, in the spotlight, in, in the afternoon, we'll have a spotlight on Dry Eye, uh, leading off at uh, eleven at one thirty rather. And uh, clearly this is uh, a huge area and one we, we tend to hit upon, but how can you not uh, at these conferences? I mean, it's just such a so much going on in that space.
1: And, you know, with dry eye, what's um, special about the uh, activity there is we're bringing a whole range of approaches to address dry eye, classical device, uh, classical drugs, drug delivery. Neurostimulation, as we know, and others. So I think it's it's a very important uh, category. Again, with a lot of innovation um, happening as we speak.
0: And looking at the agenda, I see that you're right. We do have the Innovator Award up there, and it is related to dry eye. It's it's Oculep, a company you're uh, very familiar in, with. You'll you'll be up there with uh, Michael Ackerman.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm excited about that. It's a well. Uh, deserved recognition, um, uh, first time CEO with Michael strong teammates, uh, that he founded the business with, um, it was a privilege for me and, and, um, uh, and others to be able to invest with him and, and build value.
0: It's a great story. And, and uh, Michael's a terrific guy. It'll be great to hear from him. And then we'll, we'll hit upon myopia, making myopia great again at, at two And what were the thoughts behind, uh, behind that panel?
1: Well, you know, this is uh, actually going to be, I think, one of the fun events of the, of the agenda and of the day. Uh, uh, my uh, co-chairman, Gil Kleinman, who has a fabulous uh, <laughs> mind and sense of humor, is, is teaming up with uh, Steve Slade. And they are going to uh, put us to the test as to whether we can make myopia treating my <laughs> so, I don't want to say much more detail, but we've had fun uh, in the planning sessions.
0: That's great. And there will be five presentations there from uh, Alcon will be presenting, J&J, Avidro, Zeiss, and Bausch and so, Lomb. And then we'll get into, this is something we've covered in the podcast a, a bit, the, uh, the mega practice or private equity moving into ophthalmology. What's your, uh, what's your take on this?
1: Well, it's a very, very important um, um, topic and it, uh, there's uh, very substantial resources from private equity being attracted to and invested in the field of ophthalmology. And so that's happening. And as we speak, we wanted to feature it. And one of the, the, the aspects that we're asking uh, Dick Lindstrom, who will be mod- uh, moderating this, to focus on is what's going to be the impact of this major uh, movement of private equity uh, into uh, the field on innovation. Innovation has been so critical to ophthalmology. Fingers crossed that this uh, this change in the in the leadership and the practices doesn't have a negative impact on innovation.
0: Hey everyone, Tom here. Just want to take a quick break from this conversation to give you a report from our OIS index. Uh, we had some uh, strong gainers. In uh, in the month of March, uh, among them were Omaros, Glaucos, and Imprimis. And uh, you can check out the OIS Index Report in our OIS Monthly publication. If you're not receiving it, just go to ois.net to subscribe. Uh, click on the Subscribe Today button. You'll uh, be able to subscribe to OIS Monthly and OIS Weekly at no charge. Just give us your email, and we'll send these uh, these newsletters out to you once a week for the weekly, of course, and once a month for the monthly. Monthly will go out at the beginning of the month. In addition to the uh, index report, you'll also get our ION5, which uh, takes a look at the top stories in ophthalmology, and also our uh, top performing podcasts and our more popular videos. So go to ois.net to subscribe to the OIS monthly publication, and make sure you check out the OIS index report provided by our partner, IQ Research. Now back to this conversation with Bill Link. Do you have some concern to that? I did talk to Dick about that, and you know he's stressing that they're going to really try to maintain that part of the culture going forward, and it's so, because it's so important to him. But more broadly, do you do you have fears that uh, innovation could be hampered by this? Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when when organizations grow, they become less nimble. Typically, mm-hmm. they're looking for efficiency. And so sometimes uh, innovation, R and D, uh, and so forth takes a, a back a back seat. Now, if we can bring uh, value to the practice via innovation, that then that delivers value financially um, and and uh, clinically, then innovation can continue.
0: that will be something to watch for sure. And then finally, we've got the masters of the industry with our. Uh... We've got a new moderator this time around. It's a young young fellow Bill Link, who I hear is hysterical.
1: Well, it's uh, it's amazing. I'm working on <laughs> I'm working on my uh, my uh, my jokes at this time. So so we'll see if I can match uh, Mazo up there. <laughs> and Jim had a had a, a scheduling conflict that he just couldn't uh, couldn't change, and so I'm I'm happy to sub uh, in for him. Um, and as, as we know, it's uh, so important to hear from the leaders of industry, and, um, and we're going to have great participation from each of the key uh, industry leaders, and uh, I think it'll be interesting and maybe even a little fun. <laughs> I'm sure
0: it'll be great. And we've got uh, uh, the leaders of Alcon, Glaucos, uh, J&J, Zeiss, and, and Valiant up there, so it certainly will be timely and interesting. All right. Well, that's uh, that wraps up the the day at OIS at ASRS, and you'll be giving the the final uh, the final comments as well on a different subject. Just wanted to talk about you and what you're up to uh, with uh, Flying L Capital Partners. Can you tell us a bit about the, that effort? You're working with Andy Corley, I know on that. Uh, who else is involved, and, and what are your objectives?
1: Well, you know. Um three of us are primarily involved. It's myself, uh, Andy Corley, and Dick Lindstrom. You know, we've had the, the, the good fortune of working together forever. <laughs> so uh, well over 30 years uh, when I still had red in my hair. <laughs> day, uh, we teamed up uh, as uh, colleagues and realized that we have a very complementary approach and uh, are highly trusted and, and uh, compatible among the three of us. So we came up with this idea a couple of years ago. I was beginning to think forward, uh, knowing that I wasn't going to be an investing partner uh, at Versant. So I would, uh, uh, when we raised Versant 6, which has literally just happened uh, in the last month or so, and and so I knew I would have some bandwidth, and I, I'm so... Um, Enthused and excited to continue to bring resources to promising teams and technology in the ophthalmic field. And Dick and Andy and I just kind of came up with this concept. Uh, I was noodling it and saying, "Okay, let's raise, uh, let's raise capital, but we raise it for one investment at a time, and it's an uh, with a company and a team and a technology that we believe in."
0: So are you drawing from your own resources? Are you tapping uh, your networks for, for that capital?
1: Uh, tap both. So mm-hmm. we invest directly, but we uh, have co-investors that come in. We've now done two investments. We uh, Last fall, the first investment that Flying L Partners did was a Series A um, in Sight Life Surgical, the leader in corneal eye banking. And I'm excited there we did a ten million dollar Series A, uh, and we're off and running. Uh, I'm the chairman of the board there. Dick Blinstrom, uh, a world's expert on everything, but especially, <laughs>
0: the,
1: uh, is on the board with me and Monte uh, Montoya, the CEO. Um, and so we're we're excited about that. And then just uh, very recently, within the last couple of weeks, we've completed a financing for Calhoun Vision, which is being renamed. Rx site prescription site um, and Flying L Partners uh, led that investment and I'm I'm joining the board there Andy's chairman uh, of the board I've been attracted uh, to that technology forever um, and now with a super strong team and and uh, with Ron Kurtz and Eric Weinberg and others and Andy um, you team those that talent uh, up with uh, Solid technology and capital stand back.
0: Yeah, no, we, and we talked with Vance Thompson uh, for the podcast just recently, and, and he's excited about Calhoun as as well. I, I saw you join the board. I didn't realize it was it was part of the uh, as part of an investment. So, uh, what was it? I mean, that that company really seems to have got his legs. It's been around a bit, but got his legs just over the last couple of years. Since sort of I've been tracking it as part of OIS. What, what drew you to invest, and in, in what is next for our ex-site, formerly Calhoun?
1: Well, the, the technology has, uh, has been powerfully innovative from the beginning, and that is that we can uh, implant a more or less standard power uh, intraocular lens, let the eye heal, and then fine-tune it and do a post-operative adjustment. And I've tracked that from the beginning. I was intrigued very early that why not? Okay, with the technology that's available, facilitate that so that the, you, you can deliver to the patient uh, very precise outcomes without the uh, the modest um, risk that that uh, that will uh, that the outcomes will not be exactly what you want uh, through the through the postoperative healing stage the technology was being advanced, but it was struggling over years to be properly financed. And so while the technology was moving ahead, it, it stalled a bit. And you know, thanks to Andy and others that stepped in and kind of reorganized and got alignment from uh, existing investors and brought in new investors were, were now um, able to powerfully and properly finance and manage uh, that technology and push it forward.
0: That's terrific. And I would have thought that Flying L would be investing more in, in uh, something like like uh, your your first investment, a smaller Series A, but you're you're doing some some later stage as well.
1: Yep. Yeah, we did uh, twenty five million. Wow. Um, in uh, in this in this round.
0: That's terrific. Final question. We all assume you're the Flying L.
1: Probably. <laughs> you know, I have uh, I have a ranch uh, in Colorado named the Flying L. Uh-huh. There's uh, aviation in, in the Link family history. Yep. I, my dad was a pilot in the Second World War, a war hero. My son is a professional pilot. I'm a pilot. So why not call it the Flying L?
0: It seems it's working so far. So terrific. Well, I look forward to seeing you in uh, in L.A. Thanks for taking a few
1: minutes. All right. Thanks, Tom. Take care.
0: Well, that is a wrap. Thanks, Bill Link, for joining us, giving us an overview of OIS at ASCRS and for uh, introducing us to Flying L. Best of luck in your investments. We look forward to seeing what sort of innovation you're able to bring forward. Thank you, OIS podcast listeners. It's great having you here. Do us a favor, just give us a a ranking in iTunes if you have a second. It'll really uh, help spread the word about the podcast. Also, feel free to let your friends and colleagues know about the OIS podcast. If you, uh, if they enjoy innovation in ophthalmology as much as you, then they certainly should be listening. Finally, don't forget to join us in LA at OIS at ASCRS. Go to OIS.net to register, and we will see you in Los Angeles.